London. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the London edition of Luxury Unedited. And I can't be more excited than I am today because I have somebody that I look up to and who's a real fashion icon. Well, she's or a bit of a retail, she's a like bit of a queen, retail luxury queen. icon. Yeah. We'd like to welcome Elizabeth Vondergoltz. Thank you so much for being with us today. It really, honestly, when, when I, obviously we're all about luxury and when I wanted to do something with a fashion, you know, head of fashion, I said there was only one person. It was a game okay. changer. Well, it thank you very you much. <laughs> I feel yes. very honored to be on your show. Oh, thank you so much. We really, we I mean, really are thrilled to have you. Yeah, I mean, your bio just goes on and on in terms <laughs> of, like, you're, like, you've really been in all the iconic right. kind of retail stores from Lane Crawford to Bergdorf to... Yeah. Annette Porte, match the lot. Not Lane Crawford. Yeah. Uh, no? Not Lane Crawford. Oh, you weren't at Lane Crawford. Barney's. I started at Barney's. Oh, Barney's. That's yeah. right. Of course. See, she's trying to remember everything. Barney's was my, like, fave go to, go -to in Store. New York. Yeah. I think it was, it was the person, not at Lane Crawford, it was the person from Joyce in Hong Kong That's who it. first that's told me to move to New York if I wanted to go into fashion. Yeah. I see so, you as a New York yeah. person. How did you? I mean, that's, and I think every little girl. Or every girl that wants to go into fashion, she's like, "Oh, guy, oh, guy, okay, oh, guy." But always, it's how do I get into yeah. it? What is the right steps? You know, I mean, do you sort of fall into it, or do you think I'm going to go and be a buyer and then work my way up, or I'm just going to start? Because yeah, the there's, I mean, no, there's no path. Some right, people think fashion. Right. Oh, I'm going to be a designer, but it's good for people to know there's. There's like, so many choices within, I mean, I just think it's totally different today because I think now people know yeah. like what's available. So you can go into the financial commercial part of it. You can go into design, you can go into marketing, you can go to editorial, you can yeah. go to journalism. I mean, it's like, there's so many parts of fashion. True. But when I grew up, fashion wasn't a job, no, right? Yeah. I mean, my yeah. family's very like old school Chinese, like everyone has a PhD, like fashion was literally not because a job. Because I know your mother yeah. was one of the yeah. women in a class in Harvard, yeah. right? So, yeah. you might, yeah. so how, did they, well, how did they receive that when you said, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do any of this, I'm going to go to fashion? <laughs> and my parents are very different. They both went to university and graduate school in the States. And I think they're, they're very liberal in the sense and they love creativity, they love art, they've always traveled to collect art, they've yeah. always loved fashion. So I think, I think they were both in like economics and science. But I think because of that, they actually love that my brother and I were really into liberal arts. So like okay. literature. My brother graduated with a degree in philosophy. Wow. He's a lawyer. I graduated in a degree in art history. So we're, oh, they were already, we were, they already knew that we were like so, going to yeah, be different. 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 Yeah, exactly. And so you, you left Hong Kong? Yeah, I left Hong Kong. I went to school in the States. Yes. I went to boarding school and then university in the States. And I really never knew what I wanted to do. You know, everyone in university, like they yes. do those job fairs and they yes. all have their job lined up after they graduate. I had no job lined up after I graduated because I was like, I really don't know what to do. I had interned at Christie's in New York because I love art. But then I decided after that that I love art so much I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Like I yeah. like to just yeah. appreciate art. It's such yeah. a different thing when you're in the business. Yeah. And then I had a friend from boarding school whose sister ran she was the chief merchant of Joyce Hong Kong and Joyce Hong Kong in those days was, yeah it was, it was Joyce place. Ma yeah, I mean, it was yeah. like the mecca of just taste and she brought every famous designer to Asia actually um so I said can I meet your sister so then I went I was back in Hong Kong after school and I met his sister and I said if I want to become you yes. <laughs> or I want to do what you do what should I do yeah. and she said move to New York okay so, yeah. so, wow. yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the rest yeah, is history. Exactly. We've, we've, yeah. You know, you, I don't, I don't want to touch too much on but, your past. 
But what I was interested in is the Bergdorf bit because you actually, it wasn't just about buying, it was also about nurturing a lot of the young brands and bringing them up to a place where they could grow and settle, which we'll touch on later, but I love that side of what you do as well. Yeah, that's the the part about the business, I think, being in that that brings you the most, most like, yeah, exactly. It's like, I think the health of the industry and its sustainability and how it's making it long lasting. I mean, these are the things that you have to do. It's exciting as well. I mean, the one thing that I'm just because I've I've been lucky enough to know you on a on a friendship level as well is the your your nurturing of of people and also you know you're a you're a champion of women which I love as well. So mm. in in terms yeah of absolutely that's, uh, that, that's so, so now you've got this big fancy uh, title <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. CEO yeah. of Brown <laughs> and uh, the, you're the chief fashion and merchandising officer of Farfetch. Farfetch. Wow. That's, that's two I big roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think got you for the two for the price of one. Very yeah. busy. So, yeah, very, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of hats. A lot of which hats. is why we're also super grateful that you've managed to make the time to fit in. With that's here. I mean, I, I don't, Browns, I don't know about when oh. you were growing up. Browns for me, especially at uni, we used to dress up, we'd come into London, yeah. we'd like see what's what. It was our place to discover. To discover. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And Browns, I, I feel yeah, like we've missed that. Different. So I'm hoping Elizabeth's yeah. going to bring that back. Yeah. To bring yeah. That back. I mean, as you know, we talked about nurturing yes. new designers and yeah. finding and discovering talent. And that's, I think that's one of the favorite. You know, of the work a buyer does or a merchant does, that's yeah. usually that's the most fun part, right? Yeah. So usually you're sitting there with spreadsheets and numbers, but the, yeah. that part about finding new, new talent and Mrs. Bernstein, I mean, she was a legend. Yeah. Right? She was really a true was. icon. Yeah. I remember sitting next to her at shows when I was a baby buyer yeah. and just being like, oh. So I think you know, for me, it's having this iconic store and also now the power of Farfetch that drives our technology. I feel like we can really do something special, and it will be about bringing back curation, really making yes. it about a dis- yeah. discovery of new talent, but also the best of the established brands yes, and how I we style see. things and how things look and bringing that experience, like that real physical experience into the store, but then how do we also reflect that on the app and on the site. Could so we talk a little yeah. bit about that, the bricks yeah. and mortar versus yes. the online? And because I'm, I'm still someone that... That loves to that try loves, things on and to touch fabric. And yeah, I'm, a, I'm quite a visual like experienced person so when I do go into like let's say browns it's everything it's the smell the yeah. colors yeah. the fabrics everything it's such a beautiful build it's, it's a great two listed yeah it is it is I'm not sure that yeah. there's a lot that you can do in it's there, amazing it's, you can't touch yeah, the walls and touch. we have original yeah. wallpaper and we've yeah. all this kind of yeah. really you know beautiful you know the murals and things but there's other things you can yeah, do in the space I mean I yeah. really went in and spent quite a bit of time there and the girls there was one girl yeah, she was exceptional and upstairs. So she, had, I want to touch on what you said because I've said this all along. You know, every time now you go down to a major high street, you see, you know, Prada, Dior, Chanel, everything. There's nobody's taste anymore. There's there's no curation of 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 a mixture of the best of you know of certain designers, so that you're not dressed top to toe in one designer. And that is, I think, going to be. Yeah. A one-stop yeah. shop for me. Yeah. And that curated, like that sort of like yeah. that beloved curated boutique that yes. existed in the day. A lot of our favorites or the iconic ones are gone. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, true. for me, I'm like, okay, let's make that. Let's Bring make it, it like want Browns to be when anyone comes, whoever lives in London comes all the time, but whoever lives out of town, every time they come to London, they, they have to, to go. go. They to have to right. stop yeah. by. Yeah. 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 So your first hundred days, yeah, is <laughs> going to be about curation. Yeah, it's yeah. product strategy, product it's strategy. A, a lot a lot of back of house too because we want to make yeah. sure that operationally and logistically that we're set up to have the best service the you know all these things have to yeah, that, that foundation has to be super strong well, and then 
then you can make the product sing. So yeah. I, yeah, I don't make the product sing. Make the product sing. Yeah. <laughs> so on purpose, um, without I, mean, I just went into the store so that I could see a shopping experience. Not not so she could just go shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for work. It was for work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have to tell you, it worked beautifully from downstairs. The gentleman in jewelry who was super helpful to upstairs. Um, the the young lady that helped me, she was. She was really. I can't I mean, wait to go back. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And she, she, what I liked was she very quickly understood the things I liked, so she was able to pull out different right. things for me. So That's it made it smart. a very good, um, very good shopping experience. Yeah. So you touched on people around you. I guess your team is going to be really important as well around you, yeah. and that curation of your team and getting the best out of them, which is what you were well, talking about in terms of championing. Yes. You championing. What do you look for in terms of your team? You know, it's such a building the right team is everything, right? Yeah. Because you can't you have you to can't you have to be yourself. realize you can't do everything yourself. So it's yeah. all about delegation and trust and really having a team that understands your vision, my vision, yeah. how I work. But also, I want them to have a voice. Like I want someone to always, you know, you need diversity in the room. So you need oh, someone cool. to disagree with you. You need someone to throw different ideas out. And I think you need a mix of people on your team that don't all agree. I, I think yeah. that's really important. I call it aces in their places and yeah, I think you yeah. do that very well. Yeah. So that, you yeah. know, yes, and you can't have everybody that just wants to agree with you because you have to see, you have to see things from yeah. different perspectives. That's also how you learn and grow. Yeah. yeah, and then feed into the, I guess, the bigger strategy in terms of Browns and Farfetch. How, how did the two interplay between Browns and Farfetch? Well, you know, Browns, as you know, it was you know, acquired by Farfetch, yeah. right? So they power our, all, our upper, all our logistics, our technology and all that. And I think for me, Browns being whole, so you know we buy, mm -hmm. whereas then Farfetch is a marketplace, so yeah. they don't buy. So Browns is really where you kind of it's the jewel in the crown, is how I see it, right? So we can yeah. be curated, we can really like like create this experience and this 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 you know this um, strategy over the product and the buy and the designers that we want to like really showcase. Um, and that's much more control because you literally are choosing every single item that goes on the site. You're choosing your camp what goes into the campaigns or content, all of that, and the physical activations within the store that we're going to plan quite a few of, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, and then for Farfetch, it's it's a marketplace. So we work with multi-brand boutiques globally, and then we work directly with brands as well. And it's been pretty agnostic in terms of what ends up on the site. And mm -hmm. so this. What I've come in to do and build it and, and work with the team there is now to it's not like we select per se, but actually go in and be more proactive on what comes onto our site. So then we're better able to speak to it with our private clients, with our content and our campaigns and really build that relationship to much, much, much tighter with the brand to make sure we're ensuring that we get the best of the best and the widest yeah. onto the site. Yeah, so people yeah. understand Farfetch'd. Like, I think there always needs to be a personality to a site. Yeah. So I think sometimes it gets too big and it's hard to, like you say, as a marketplace, it's kind of hard to condense that and refine it. So it's interesting to see how you will sit yeah. across and, the yeah. two. And we like Farfetch because of the width of our and the breadth of our assortment. In the end of the day, and it, we don't have like a specific customer. Like most. Retailers yeah. have specific have customers, customers yeah. that they're buying for. Yeah. Like we're really democratic. Like we're really buying for all, all globally, all kinds of customers. But also like with segmentation, with technology, with AI, with personalization, yes. we're able to really you know better target everyone versus everyone having to see everything on the site. So I think it's about just continuing to refine 
like what, that whole process. What's your vision for then for the Browns customer? Like, who is that person? Or do you yeah. also want to keep that? No, I think we've come like we've come down to the sort of three customer profiles. Oh, one, two. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. yeah, yeah. And I think it's that, you know, what's interesting about the Browns and Farfetch is actually 75% of our customers are millennial and under. So we have a much younger oh. audience, which is oh. what everyone else is looking for, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But I think for Browns, it's really about, it's really about, you know, and I, that, uh, it's like the emotional special pieces from those brands that you already know. So all the big brands, the established brands, but trying to show things that you're not going to see when you walk into their boutique or a big yeah. department store with a blend of their, you know, top key items, which you always want as commercial drivers, and then a lot of this discovery emerging talent. And then it's about how we mix it, how we style it. So it's about saying, if you're bringing a new designer in and a customer doesn't know how to wear that new trend or that new piece, it's really saying like, this is how it fits into your wardrobe. Okay. Yeah. And I think that Which customer, important. yeah. And for yeah. me, the Browns customer, it's going to be that luxury customer that we all know and love, but they're a little, I like to think of them a little more edgy, a little bit more cool, more progressive, <laughs> likes to try new things, yes. doesn't mind taking risks. Like, I think we're all about taking risks as yeah, well absolutely. at Browns. It's something that yes. Mrs. Byrne, Mrs. You B should have seen with. the jump I was wearing yeah. before. <laughs> yes, that, <laughs> that was, was take a risk. Off. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was a huge risk. <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah. Uh, what I like is you're very, you touched on something about adding things into the wardrobe. And I think sustainability as well is a huge thing for yeah. you. Um, but what, what does that mean to you, both as, you know, Elizabeth as a person and what you buy and your choices, and then Elizabeth as the CEO of Browns? Like how, I just find, like we've talked about this before, haven't we, in our yes. last episode, sustainability. Yes. What does it mean? Does I, it mean, mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, it means so many things, right? Because it involves not, not just not just like physical material things right so yes. it also is people diversity inclusivity so it right. means a lot of things so i think i mean first of me personally if you know all of us want like longevity yes. we want you know we want the you know, health for the planet and yes. we want you know we want the new generations to have something to live to for live. and hope for so i think those are the kind of the bigger long-term ways of looking at it and you know personally it's about trying to have be as circular as possible you know, recycling as much as you possibly can, not, you know, not being wasteful. I mean, I think those things are super important. And then, you know, in fashion, obviously, we are about consumption. And, yes. and you know, I love buying clothes and shoes yes. and bags and, and things. And, you know, we do sell those to our customer to try and excite them and delight them. But at the same time, it's about, you know, pieces that can last forever, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Things that are going to be in your closet forever that you pass down. So it's a blend of that. And then we really champion designers who are really conscious about the their materials. supply chain, their materials, how they, you know, how uh, who they're working with, who the artisans, craftsmen, all of that. So I think that really is a big part of what we do. And at Browns, we have a conscious edit. So on the yes. site, you can always, on the app, you can always find, oh, okay. you know, the edit that's conscious. That, yeah. 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 And and really championing the brands and designers who are going that, or taking that route or, and then also educating the ones who want to take that route and and are trying and to learn them. how, yeah. 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 So that's and um, sorry to jump a little bit, yeah, but I, uh, the new talent bit is something that always excites yes. me because I'm very involved with mentoring talent. Um, you always have been because you do yeah. the fashion. And actually, we've met yeah. very briefly with FTA. Oh, in Doha? With Zaid yeah. Afas. Uh, I was oh, like, yes, you've got to see yes, this guy, yes. you've got to see this oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if there was anything like from a Browns or your individual perspective that if there was like top three bits of advice for an upcoming uh, designer, designer what, what would, would it be? be? 
It's really important that, I mean, think about how many brands there are out there. So the competition is is massive, right? Mm -hmm. And no matter what your site is or your shop is, there's X amount of space for you to to live in. So it's really about like someone who can really has a DNA that's different and individual and something that stands out and they have a signature. Mm -hmm. And I think when we look at new designers, those signatures that come through, I want them to be strong enough that 10 years from now or 20 years from now, if, as they evolve and change over season to season, you can still like, call out who they yeah. are and yes. recognize who the designer yep. is. Yes. You know, when you think about the greatest Having designers. Having ethos, right? It's yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, yeah. The, like you can tell a Prada piece back then till yeah. now. Absolutely. So you know that DNA right. yeah. almost. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that is, that's really important to, to really, I guess, stand out from the noise and really stand out to... Because you know. I and find they wavered tr- by it. I think because yeah. I think a lot of people then if they have True. they try and sort of waver from it or they get they get scared by if one season it's not as strong as that. So they think okay we have to change everything. But no, actually if you just improve on what you started and keep yep. your brand identity, I think you stand. Uh, they yeah. try to grow yeah. too quickly. I think that's the problem. They well, don't it's, try it's, and it's redefine and improve like what their key looks are. Yeah, and I think you know. I mean, it's challenging. So imagine, like, if you're successful your first few seasons, you've stole, then you've sold yes. to a lot of key retailers in the world. They all give you feedback. Yeah. And they all come from a different region. Yes. They all have a different customer. So they yeah. give them so much feedback. And I think yeah. feedback is super important. Yeah. Because you want to know who your customer is. But you're it shopping, can drown but, you. But you also, exactly. You have to be like, okay, I'm going to take this feedback and use it in the most constructive way and somehow filter it so that you're not watering down your brand identity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, that's that balance yeah thoughts yeah. so on Mina talent is there anyone that jumps out at you Mina as in like, yeah, the, Middle East. yeah yeah I mean well I mean obviously from FTA we worked with quite a few of them yeah. which was um like Zaid like Zaid exactly Zaid, yeah and then um you know I would say right now I think there are you know there's the Renaissance Renaissance yes, that, that, I love that collection Renaissance, which I think is quite beautiful. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You you've, you've always supported her from the beginning. Um Annette Porte, she was yeah. in our Vanguard yeah. program. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Regionally, yeah. where do you see the new hub of talent Oh, from? nice question, yeah. Misha. Well, I like that. Just just good hair, darling. <laughs> well, I think everyone's excited. After COVID, no one travelled yeah. for so long. So yeah. I think my team is thrilled to go back to all the international fashion weeks because yeah. no one had gone to Australia Actually, to Seoul. I miss seeing you at fashion weeks. So yeah. like, like, What's Elizabeth wearing today? I'll be back in September. Yes, I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, so no, I did a few men's shows, just a few this yeah. summer, but it was quite funny being and great being back. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone's excited to hit those global markets again because yeah. they haven't been able to do it. They've been doing it online. So Shanghai, Seoul, you know, even, you know, I think the team, we were, Browns was supposed to do something with Lagos yeah. when COVID happened. So all these, oh, okay, you know, yeah. so I think, I think we're just excited to get back on the road. It's really about hitting these new, like not new, but more global markets to really yeah. understand what's out there. Um, I'm not forgetting London though as a creative hub. No, London's one of the best. Yeah, London's one of the best. I mean, these are where it's. I was literally talking the other day about it. London's where the the designers here are all still independent. Yes, and that's something that that's why they have such a strong brand identity. Like they haven't like they stay. You know, it's not like they're massive businesses, but they're healthy, good, long-lasting businesses and. I think you know what's nice is most of them they have investors but they they've kept their businesses it's their yeah, own that's very important, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah because it's not just i mean we we talk a lot i mean i do mentor a lot of new talent but actually it's the mid-range the medium-sized businesses that still need a lot of support yeah. and it never ends does it no, i'm it sure never you're ends. always because every stage it's like you get 
you, when you are hot when you first launch, right? Yeah. Then you, you get to few million. How do you get to five million? Getting from five million then to ten million is completely it's, yeah, different. It's a different deal. And then from ten, game, ten yeah. to scale, it takes it, so much more. So it's like. Yeah. And, and tend to scale normally takes outside investments. Yes. Yeah. And then those outside investments come with their own ideas because they only see the bottom line, right? So yeah. they want you to yeah. they want you Finding to adapt the right to certain partner. things. So you have yeah. to find the right partner. Yeah. And yeah. become so so but I mean fashion is sometimes you think, Oh my god, does anybody make any money in the fashion <laughs> industry? And it's like ah yeah. LVMH does. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. LVMH. Yeah. Yeah. We had a question for yeah. Elizabeth. We did. We were like new brands. New brands. We were like, who do we look out for in terms of new brands? Globally, doesn't matter that we should keep an eye on and just Um, like... I mean, I think, I mean, the brand has been around for a long time, but like with Harris Reid at Nina Ricci, we're all, you know, excited about that. I think that's been a really kind of, kind of... What did you... Can I ask a naughty question? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's not like any Uh, of us No, 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 I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like in terms of... New designers going into established brands, for instance, with Gabriella went to Chloe and she's no longer at Chloe. Like, who do you think will then, who do you see stepping up? In the new generation? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because like, I, you know, when you look at new young designers and you bring them on board, that is one of the other things besides yeah. that DNA. It's something about like, you also know if you nurture them, they're going to be the ones that end up at yeah. the big, at another house. Like, yes. it could be. There's yeah, yeah. 50% or higher chance that they're going to end up at a one uh, of the bigger yeah. houses one yeah. day you know so I think it that's why it is important to like really help them in, yeah. in the yeah. beginning because it's yeah. when you get there it's a whole different it's way a whole of different working right? yeah. yeah I mean I think Peter Doe is someone yes. who's yeah. super super oh my talented God. my favorite jacket comes from um, I think you wear a lot of Peter Doe uh, yeah I love it I think Grace Wills Bonner is yeah. a super strong designer I mean yeah. there's Bianca Saunders yeah. I think uh you know there's there's you know, in the men's world, there's actually so much going on there as well in terms yeah. of talent. Actually, yeah. men's fashion, I always, I, actually, a lot of seasons, I think I would want to buy from the from men's the men. collections yeah. than the yes. women's. But did you see the Dries men's collection? Yeah. yeah. I literally it was, was like, oh, I want every single one of those. Yeah. 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 It was fantastic. Yeah. 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 But well. I, I kind of like that androgynous kind of look. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, love it. Right. Um, Korean fashion, championing women, macro trends. Are there any big trends trends, that we're looking out for? I I think with Browns, one thing we really, for us, it's a lot about individuality. So it's about how we like, you know, bring that out with styling and everything versus being so trend driven. Yeah. And I think that's very refreshing um, to Versus being like trend, 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 trend. But I do think the things that have come through for this fall and going forward actually probably relate to all of us but there's this kind of return to this quiet luxury yes. which is you know which is then no, more no, forever yes. pieces yes. things that are really investment pieces that live in your closet forever yeah. um and then you know best we went, brand uh, for that, in your opinion for me is somebody like the row i mean the, yeah so yeah. the, the row yeah. is yeah. joining browns finally Yay! yeah which we're very excited about <laughs> yes. i mean i've been very close to the brand from yeah. the day they launched yeah. Um, you know, and they do it the you know in terms of yeah, high level. In terms of yeah. the basic, yeah. you know, I mean luxury basics. Luxury basics, yeah. but, but then you have a lot of brands that you know, like Totem and yes. and other ones Totem that are on the other side really of the spectrum. Yeah. And the value yeah. you get for for the quality and the look yeah. is really fantastic. Um, and some of the other one of the other ones too is you know there was this overt sexiness that sort of came out yes. in the past few years. I feel like that's dying down a bit. Oh, the hems are coming down. I think it's a bit more like. You know, you still want to be feminine and sexy, but in a much more kind of. Can I cover my stomach? Yeah, there's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I really, yeah the yeah, crop top yeah. killed me. I don't know. I've, ne- I've never been able to quite grasp that kind of 
also as women I just want someone to design for me where I can wear a bra that, and yeah, have, yeah. Po- and yeah, have that, pockets yeah. yeah well like you'll be like, like it's a good season yeah yeah, yeah good, good season, season for that actually when you later on when we come to the questions we had a lot of we had a lot of people saying you know we need clothes that that really work for us as right. we get older we we not all of us have 20 year old well I think bodies. the sexy it's interesting yeah. though because it you think about like economic cycles and I think when you come out of something like COVID yeah. there's a time where like it's like yeah. the depression like yes. all of a sudden it's mi- like people just go wild they want to yeah, go yeah. wild they want to yeah, be yeah. overt and however that so like you and, always get this cycle that happens thing is, yeah. everybody did it because I remember even Chanel brought out this when they uh, straight after COVID it was all these crop tops and really tight well I saw yeah, yeah. and I saw women that were my age like <laughs> yeah. wearing it and I'm thinking no really no this is wrong I know it's Chanel but no you know it yeah. just didn't it didn't work yeah. so you know you have these cycles where yeah. it's going to come out and people feel like they want to show they want to show everything, everything. They're proud and there's like you know they want to be expressive but you know yeah, i think no, what's I nice is the next the coming into fall it's going to be you know extreme hemlines also so lots of maxi like oh, some of like ex- that was a which, good look on me yeah good dramatic maxi, like yes. which i love with a yes. long coat and things yes. like that um but still like some still you know beautiful bright colors in yeah. it's just a little more dress i mean men's too like it's like jackets like it's like not just sneakers, it's just yes. shoes. It's like yeah, that I, I'm, idea, over you know? I'm over the grunge and the hoodie. Like, yeah. Over, yeah, I'm over the hoodie and the and the sweatpant look and 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 everything like that. I, I think it's time for our top, top five. five. Oh goodness! Nine. Okay, top five. 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 five, four, three, two, two one. one. Ready? Yeah. Okay. And then so, I have a really lovely question. Okay. okay. So our top five. So we tend to ask our audience like, what, what are the questions? Okay. And they send us through a whole bunch of questions. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, okay. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, so question number one. How do you see a marketplace like FF evolve the next five years within the luxury world? I think we kind of answered that. Sort of that. I think the goal is to be the, the dominant luxury platform. And really where, I mean, for me, it's really where I want to also have it inspire yeah. the fashion customer. Nice. So today you go and find everything on it because you know it's going to be there but it's like we want to also make sure we're the first place to go can i can i interject with that because as much as i love browns when i i used to shop at farfetch but then it just became a bit overwhelming for me because everything was on there so and 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 now for instance i wanted to find a bag and it was five different prices so i know because that's a platform of five different stores everywhere so i would like that somehow to be made consolidated consolidated and i think hopefully that's what you're going to do yeah yeah well lots to come so lots to come okay that was the diplomatic (laughs) way of saying misha i'm not saying anything else do you want to read out number two what do you want oh yeah i'll read out number two because i've got my own question (laughs) oh darling um do you see any progress made in terms of diversity and equity in the fashion industry seems like things are stalling a bit What's your point of view and how can change be more tangible? I mean, I, I, mean, I absolutely do, but I so, also, I think because yeah. I'm a champion of it. So, yes. you know, and I think everywhere I've been, you know, wh- whenever we can commit or make a pledge, we will do that if it yes. comes to diversity. And I think so much is, you know, when it's Black and Fashion Council, 15% pledge, raised, right? Raise yeah, Fashion raise is something fashion, yeah. a few of my ex-colleagues and I founded um, after, you know, this, in the summer of 20. Yeah. And you know that's all. Is that what we call it now? The summer of twenty. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So I think yeah. somebody, one of your designers, just won an award or something, though, from Race or no? Do, well, I, I mean, we just did a brand fellowship. Yes. So the, one of the programs oh, is nice. so we what we do is we provide funding and three hundred and sixty mentorship 
for I think eight to ten designers a year, and so they're all fantastic. Yeah, Usayo is one of them. Anyway, so Wet is another one, and then we also do um, a intern. And this is mostly U.S. based, and hopefully will grow internationally. We also do a an internship program between the historic back black colleges Mm -hmm. and all these luxury brands that are based in New York and LA um, with the anti-racism fund. And usually what you get is that really helps the pipeline of talent for the big luxury brands because usually living in LA or New York yeah. We're living in any city, like even yeah. London, Paris, for an internship is so it's so it's inhibitive yeah. cost wise. So we also try to fund that yeah. through this internship program, and then you're oh, really awesome. really creating a pipeline of more diverse talent that's, that's to beautiful. go into the well, luxury industry. Let us industry. know how we can let support, us know yeah. you, because, yeah. 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 especially in the in the MENA region. Yeah, yeah. of course, we'd love to. Yeah. We'd love to. Okay, so number three. After the recent successful appointment of Pharrell Williams as men's creative director for Louis Vuitton. Do you think we will Do you think we will be seeing more musician music producers being appointed at the helm of fashion luxury maison over the lo- over the next 5 years? I think that like popular culture and music culture is so much part of what's happening today and it really makes our fashion industry universe much more I think diverse and inclusive so I think that is super important. I think that yeah. so I think we will see more of it in the kind of the, the more the biggest houses, like really commercial houses. Yeah. I think collaborations and things like Where that. Where it's a world, yeah. yeah. Well, but but yeah. there's still going to be those, you know, the couture houses. Like yeah. the, they're really going to always have like like that designer that's you know super inspirational and a beautiful artisan. And yeah, because they've always influenced yeah. each other throughout history. Like music has always been a big part of fashion yeah. and vice versa. But I think this I is like really, taking. I didn't. I I I understand it. I'm not a big fan of it. Collaborations with him, I think, yeah. like he did with Chanel, were fantastic. Um, but as the whole creative ahead, I, I think yeah, he did. I think for his first show, I think I really thought he did an incredible job. Like yeah. I really think when you think about Louis Vuitton being yeah. like primarily a non-apparel, like an accessory business, I think he hit that out of the ballpark. Yeah. And I think he created the buzz that they wanted for the brand. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing; he's yeah. an entertainer, so yeah. that show yeah. is always going to be amazing. Yeah. But I, I, I'm interested in seeing how the next forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah forward. I, I, I agree. I think it a great start, and we'll see as it goes forward. Yeah, but I think yeah. he's an, he's such a creative, interesting person. So yeah. again, it's nice bringing that talent into fashion. Well, also, who else were you going to bring? Yeah, yeah. like after Virgil. Yeah, yeah. it's really very, hard. After very, really yeah. hard. Very big shoes to yeah. fill. Exactly. Okay. okay, next question. Well, what do you want as next question? Okay, this is quite an interesting one. There's a lot of innovation and new technologies out there with the potential to revolutionize the fashion industry what are you most excited about yeah, in terms of I mean I love I, I, I I'm a big believer in AI you are. Yeah. yeah I think it's I think if you look at how much change has happened in the past 20 years like and everyone doesn't really remember like there used to be telegrams and yeah. now we have an iPhone right yeah. so like this change isn't even that big it's just yeah. it's already happening and yeah. I think when it can with fashion in terms of like you're saying, I'm going, you're trying to look through so much product all the time. This personalization, this recommendation, all of that. And even code, like things that are so much technology, you know, when you want to change one thing on a site, you know how much, and it takes a long time for the coding and engineering. And now like all the stuff, you know, I think can be powered by AI and helped by AI. And even the way we work every day, yeah. I, but I think it will take the human touch as well and the human strategy and all well, yeah, this stuff. So it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a blend, but I think, I'll, yeah, I think it's going to be huge. So. Two things actually. One of them that are athle- keep athletic wear in the gym and less of it 
on the side. I'm but just also, checking if I'm wearing any. But yeah. also more individuality and less of a uniform, which is the curation, I think. Yeah. And it's the styling, so it's the mixing. The styling, it's not yeah. the head to toe, and I think so, that's what Browns has always stood for. Yeah. yeah. So that's that ran the thread all the way through. They want more of it, you know, because I think. You go well, everywhere you end up Well, I think the way you, when you walk into a department store, yes. because of the concession model, how it works is they end up being store boutiques, right? Yes. So it's brand So it's brand boutique. in brand, yeah. Exactly. Like store and store, then when you yeah. go into a high street then or yeah. a main street, it's bright brand. So again, this idea of these multi-brand boutiques in the world, there are less and less of them. Yeah. So, you know, that's why having a browns is so important, having these destinations, because yeah, that is where you're going to mix and you're not going to just show everything in the shop and shop design of that one brand. Yeah. You're going to show it mix. And you're going to show it by that, themes. Yeah. You're going to show how you should wear it together. Well, what yeah. I loved, especially yeah. in browns this time, was that like the designers were all in one room but and all mixed with each other. So that, you know, now, for instance, if you go into a big department store that I won't name, if I want a jacket from Celine to see if I can match it with something yeah. from Saint Laurent, I actually have to take a member of staff. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's you, ha you have to walk, darling. No, I have to take a member of staff. Yeah, they exactly, because they all work for their own brands. Oh, I see. It's like a brand. shop and shop. So we have stylists, like we call them stylists yeah. in the store. Yes, yeah. and they're fine. Yeah. So, you know, because sometimes, you, I don't want to go out dressed from top to no. You know, and even the private client, our private client, I mean, a private client business on Farfetch is, is, is impressive and massive. Yeah. And they, yes. they curate, they edit for all their yeah, clients. There's, an, there's yeah. a private client app that's separate, which is much more curated as well. And yeah. also oh. they have the most amazing events. Yes, they do. Amazing. Yes, that's right. I'm doing one in uh, co-hosting one in Shelter Island. Like, we oh, know. Actually, this week. That's why I'm leaving. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was one at Wimbledon. We know. And I was like, we know oh, you yeah. dumped us for that. Yes. We know. And my question to you is. Oh, I have a question for you. If you had to choose one designer and one designer oh, only, this is the worst question. It is the worst for question. your for your night for your day wear, your evening wear, your lunch, you know. Oh, I'll do one that no, like this one because I have to. I have to also be politically correct when it comes to these things. Oh, that's true. So, yes, exactly. Uh, no, Sorry, I forgot about that. no, no, no. I'll name one that actually I haven't even seen yet, but I'm Ooh. extremely excited for Phoebe Philo. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes! yes. I'm excited. I'm about excited that. for that. I mean, so, she wasn't. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to want to be in it all the time, head to yeah. toe, but I don't I haven't yeah. seen it yet, so I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my that, god. That when is... when will that be seen? I mean, there's, I think. Well, originally they said it'll be this fall, I believe. <gasps> yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be January, but I think it's this fall. Amazing. Okay, so I'll ask a more politically correct <laughs> question for you. <laughs> yeah. Your top five designers. Top five designers. Um, that you like to yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, as a woman, yeah. you know, from... You yeah, know, so you I like love Celine. You can include jewelry as well. Yeah, I love Celine. I love Alaya. And I love Bottega Veneta. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I also love The Row. Yes. Um, jewelry, I have too many. It's like, yeah, I literally, much. yeah, like Harwell Godfrey. I mean, there's so yeah, many. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina Bucci, there's yeah. so many. And um, just for fun, if there was a high street store, what would be your high street store? Mid-range. Uh, no, no. It's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I'd buy Uniqlo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, actually, that would be mine. The best well. basic. Chanel the best and basic. Yeah. yeah, and I, yeah. I live in heat tech in the winter. Yeah, of course, me too. Yeah, <laughs> under actually, everything. Actually, in all honesty, most yeah. most British summers I live yeah. in heat tech yeah, as well, yeah. but the lighter exactly. one as well, because yeah. I get cold all oh, the yeah. time. Oh, exactly. So, what are you most excited about in this role? I'm most excited about, I mean, everything about. Our, I mean, everything about our future. It's really yes, about. I think. Yeah. Well, a few things. This whole idea of this really bringing back that curated Curation. global destination boutique, but then also 
you know, I don't think that the question of omni-channel has truly been answered. And I think True. the Browns ecosystem is small enough. And then we have the, the technology of Farfetch. So I really believe that between in the Browns, between the store, the app, the site, we can really create like a true omni-channel experience. Oh my so, God. That's that, that is a great <laughs> place that, to that end. That is a great yeah. place to end. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so uh, much for your I'm time. I'm most excited about you being at the <laughs> this. Because Me I too. Think I cannot amazing. wait. And seeing you back at the shows. Yeah, yes. I mean, yes. just just the love that I have for Browns, just from yes. being a kid as well. I'm so excited well, about Well, I expect this. you to be in our top customers very soon. <laughs> yes, we will be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to borrow Ali's credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for having me on the show. It's been oh, really fun. Thank you, you so much. Thank you Take so care. Much,